0: Your partner in real estate.
1: After getting off a school bus, what else the Highway Patrol is sharing about the crash? A
2: third night of freezing temperatures, but get ready to put away your coat when we warm up
1: and need an umbrella. A local mother forced to kill her son who was high on embalming fluid. I was living in fear, trying to protect myself. What she's sharing about that tragic night and her fight to make sure this doesn't happen to another family. A Duke basketball player has secured a national deal earning thousands of dollars. The impact of the NCAA a policy allowing players to profit off their name and image We're following some breaking news. A child hit while getting off of a school bus. Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Morgan and I'm
3: Dan Haggerty. This unfolded in Halifax County in the last 45 minutes. We're learning new information. Officials now interviewing the driver accused of hitting that child. Let's get straight to Joe Fisher in the W.R.L. Live Center tracking this developing story for us. Joe
4: Dan, that student is in the hospital right now. We are working to get an update on his condition. We're also working to get an update on charges here. But we do know from troopers new information here is that driver blew right past the stop arm of that school bus. WREL Sky 5 was up over this scene shortly after it happened around four o'clock. This is on Highway 561 in Halifax County, just west of Essex and Hollister. That road was closed down for a couple of hours, but Highway 561 is back open. You could see that damage to the front windshield there. That child was rushed to the hospital again. We are working to get an update on his condition. And again, we know that the driver of that car was taken to the Halifax County Sheriff's Office. Uh, The driver is being interviewed by the district attorney. Of course, any new information about charges, we will be sure to let you know.
1: And let's
3: hope for the best for that child. Joe, thank you.
1: Another freeze warning is effect, is in and effect for our entire area. That makes three nights in a row with below freezing temperatures. As we take a live look right now at downtown Raleigh, the sun is shining nicely, but it could drop into the 20s in some places overnight. Meteorologist Cat Campbell is in the WRL Severe Weather Center. Kat, some warmer temperatures are in sight. Yes, they are, Deborah.
2: We've got a big turnaround coming, but tonight it's our last freeze, at least for a little while. We have a big temperature jump on the way. We go from 30 tonight for the low. We're seeing temperatures climb more than 40 degrees by Friday afternoon. Highs should be back in the lower 70s. First, though, a freeze warning in effect tonight for the entire area, aside from Mecklenburg County, Virginia. And this freeze warning now extends all the way to the North Carolina coast from midnight through 9 a.m., that's the timeline for the freezing temperatures. You know, you know the drill now. We've had three of these in a row. Protector pets, protector plants. Low temperatures tonight in the mid 20s to lower 30s, perhaps colder than last night, and that's due to light winds. 24 degrees the low in Roxborough sounds pretty frigid. 28 in Durham and Rocky Mount. 30 in Raleigh, 27 in Southern Pines, 31 degrees in Fayetteville. We start the day tomorrow with high pressure overhead and freezing temperatures, but a South wind brings a big warm up our way. I'll have more on tomorrow's warming trend coming up. All right, can't wait for that good news. Thanks, Kat.
3: An unthinkable tragedy when a local mother was forced to shoot and kill her own son while he was high on embalming fluid. Tonight, a new push for North Carolina lawmakers to label the chemical as a controlled substance. Aaron Thomas is following this story for us. I can't imagine how emotional this situation has been for the family, Aaron.
5: Yeah, most certainly it's definitely heartbreaking and it's something that this family doesn't want any other families to go through. So I'm actually holding some embalming fluid right now. This is usually used by funeral homes to keep bodies from decomposing it. You had some families that came out here to downtown Raleigh today expressing their concern on how easy it is for anyone to obtain this. As it stands, uh, this item is not regulated, meaning anyone can simply go online and you don't need special requirements to access it. But a group is fighting to change this today at the General Assembly Building, a Bill came up named after Rakim Shackelford. He's a man shot dead by his own mother in Wilson back in 2021 after he tried to kill her when he was high on the chemicals in this fluid. His mother, Katina Shackelford, she shared testimony about how she called 911 over and over again. He was taken to the hospital only for him to be released. She recalls her son being high on this fluid, him beating her up and then firing a gun at her, and he even threatened to kill her. I was living in fear, um, trying to protect myself, and, you know, he was just like, when he won't hide, he was good. But when they get high off this Obama floor, it makes them a monster. Yeah, certainly had to be uh, tough for that mother to go through that. Now, this is something we're following on our late news. Beginning at 10 on Fox 50, we're going to hear from a drug prevention coordinator. He talks about the ways that people are using this substance to get high and the benefits of having a law on the books that would label this as a controlled substance. Dan?
3: Unbelievable. Aaron Thomas, Live Force in downtown Raleigh. Thanks, Aaron.
1: Police are searching for a man they say is involved in a deadly Durham shooting. It happened yesterday right around 5 o'clock on Hillsborough Road at a busy shopping center. These are pictures from Sky 5 and these are surveillance photos of the suspect wearing a black hoodie and a black mask running away from the scene. 23-year-old Maria Lopez was shot and killed. Police also stepped up patrols in that area. A Fort Bragg soldier is charged with disorderly conduct at RDU International. Luis Angel Rosas was removed from his JetBlue flight last night for refusing to fasten his seatbelt. Arrest papers say he then chased people around the airport, cursing at them before police got involved. Aviation security expert Jeff Price says issues with unruly passengers peaked during mask mandates and have not gone back to pre-pandemic levels.
4: I think it's a matter of consistent enforcement. And because the challenge is a lot of people thought, well, we're serving alcohol on the plane, let's stop doing that. Well, then that just increased the the number of people trying to smuggle alcohol on a plane.
1: Price says this incident is unusual and that the passenger did not calm down after being removed from the flight. Rosas will be back in court in late April.
3: Teachers in North Carolina could soon be among some of the highest paid in the Southeast. It's part of Governor Roy Cooper's budget proposal he released today and includes an average 18% pay raise for teachers and principals. The major focus of my budget is strengthening education with historic investments from cradle to career. We can and should make good on the constitutional guarantee of a sound basic education to create opportunity for everybody. Other school employees would get an average pay raise of 9%. A billion dollars is set aside for mental health, another billion toward helping ease the early child care crisis. The money would help recruit and retain staff with pay raises among other things.
1: Our triangle teams are getting ready for the first round of the NCAA tournament. NC State plays Friday, Duke plays tomorrow night. As the Blue Devils get ready for the big game, one player is sharing his story about how the ability to profit on his name and image is helping him stay focused. WRAL's Chris Lee has the story from Orlando.
5: When the NCAA started allowing what's called NIL deals for college athletes almost two years ago, boy, it opened up a new world of possibilities for them. And some are even becoming millionaires. WRLS Durham reporter Sarah Kruger spoke to one Duke basketball player who just scored big.
0: Spencer Hubbard came to Duke as a regular student, not a basketball player. He joined the practice squad and wowed the coaches so much, he was offered a walk-on spot his sophomore year.
5: My story has kind of always been focused around the not-done-yet sort of mentality, kind of show up every day. Um, and try to get better
0: at five foot eight the junior guard says he is often overlooked because of his size that only fueled his drive to succeed that determination is what got him noticed by degree deodorant who awarded him twenty five thousand dollars as part of a campaign that highlights walk-ons
5: the deal is going to help me take a lot of or relieve a lot of pressure um, you know, with expenses from school.
0: As part of the deal, Hubbard will post to his social media throughout the month of March. That started with him posting a video on his Instagram breaking the good news to his mom. Oh
3: my gosh, I'm so proud of you. It's big time.
0: Hubbard says Degree found him through an app called Open Doors that connects athletes with NIL opportunities.
3: There are college athletes that make millions of dollars a year through Open Doors, and we're proud of that.
0: Open Doors CEO Blake Lawrence says his company started in 2012 for professional athletes, but now College NIL accounts for about 95% of his business, demonstrating what a growing space it is.
3: Since July 1st, 2021, when the NIL era began, College athletes have used openers to make more than $100 million.
0: Hubbard says he and his teammates don't often talk about how much they're making from where, but the income allows them to not stress about finances and instead focus on winning games.
5: We're not done yet. Uh. Now, Hubbard is one of four walk-ons across the country that Degree has selected. They want to honor one more, and you can help them do that. Just go to wrl.com, find the link to this story, and you can vote. For that walk on. In Orlando, I'm Chris Lee, WREL Sports.
1: Working hard gets noticed. North Carolina is ranked among the best states for small business. That's according to a new study by the company Lendio. The Tar Heel State is ranked fifth on the list. It cites North Carolina's rapid population growth, above average small business survival rate, and low corporate tax rate as leading factors. Texas came in at number one and Florida ranked second. Still ahead, a mother describes the moment she saved her 17-year-old daughter's life after she went into cardiac arrest. An update on the girl's recovery and what's next for her future in sports coming up. Plus, RDU's most recent sign of growth what it means for more destinations and jobs in the Triangle.
4: Back now in the Live Center with breaking news. Two people have been arrested in Rocky Mount in connection with a shooting that left a 15 year old dead this week. We do have video from that scene. This was on Tarboro Street. Monday night, police got called there. We know a 15 year old was shot and killed. New information here tonight is the two arrests for murder. We can pop up their mugshots and show you 19 year old Shala Fenner and 20 year old Jazion Moody, they have both been charged with first degree murder. They're in the Edgecombe County Jail with no bond. Now I want to go to another mugshot of this man, Deshunto Alston. He is wanted right now at large. Rocky Mount Police are looking for Deshunto Alston for 10 different charges, including possession of a stolen gun, drug charges, and five counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Anyone with information about where Alston Jr. is tonight are asked to give Rocky Mount Police a call. Again, that's
3: in connection with the death of a 15-year-old Monday night. A serious investigation, Joe. Thank you. Fentanyl is killing a record number of people in our state. In 2021, 77% of overdose deaths in North Carolina involved fentanyl. That's 11 people every day. It's the subject now of our latest WRAL doc, Crisis Next Door, which airs right after this newscast at 7.30 here on WRAL. WRAL investigative documentary reporter Kristen Severance produced this doc. Um, This is such a huge topic. Where did you even begin?
6: You know, Dan, you hear about fentanyl so much, but people still don't know what it is and why it's leading to so many deaths. I think it's important to point out, we are not talking about the fentanyl made by pharmaceutical companies, you know, approved by the FDA, used in hospitals to treat pain. We are talking about illicit fentanyl, right? So this is fentanyl that is made by the drug cartels and this is used for money making purposes. It's 50 times more potent than heroin. As little as two milligrams can lead to death. So drug dealers can use just a little amount and make their drugs extremely powerful. And it's being put in everything, heroin, cocaine, pills, marijuana. So people are doing drugs they're not knowing fentanyl is in there and it's killing people almost instantly.
3: And I know you talked to some families that were touched by the tragedy that this drug can bring. What did you learn from them?
6: You know, really Dan, what they all said, they learned about fentanyl when it was too late. You know, and that's why they're sharing these incredibly painful stories. You know, we talked to three sets of parents who all lost children to fentanyl, all accidental overdoses. They all said addiction and substance abuse disorder, it can happen to anyone. It does not discriminate. It does not matter where you live, how much money you have. This is happening all over our state. And here's just a little more from those parents.
0: My biggest problem is I have what I call my Amanda-shaped hole in my heart that is never going to be filled by anything else.
3: I think if there's anybody out there who's having suspicions about someone they love, um, maybe they need to hear Amanda's story.
0: We all tried different things and different combinations of things, and then we each wish we had done the thing the other person did, but we ended up with the same
3: outcome. Our kids are, are dead. It's heartbreaking. really it's, is.
0: It's
6: so sad. You know, but I, I really hope that people watch this. If you have teenagers, I hope you watch it with your teenager. If you are the parent of a young adult, we want you to watch this with them. You know, learn about this drug and, and why it's showing up everywhere. You know, Dan, I know you haven't seen the documentary. You know, I know you know a lot about it. But there is a moment in the doc where, that I, I never saw coming. You know, it shocked me. I believe it will leave people feeling hopeful. There is hope out there, and I just really hope people watch this and share it.
3: WRL Documentary reporter and producer, Kristen Severance, thank you. Crisis Next Door, it airs tonight in just 15 minutes or so, less than actually, right at 7.30, right here on WRAL. You can also stream it at WRALDocumentaries.com. Kristen, thank you.
1: Boy, no one can tell a story like a parent who has lost a child. Well, the 17-year-old cheerleader who suffered cardiac arrest during a recent competition is back home in Harnett County. WREL shared the story earlier this week. Kiana Joe and her mother told their amazing story of survival this morning on the Today Show. The teenager's medical emergency happened March 5th during warm-ups at Broughton High School in Raleigh. Fortunately, her mother, who is trained in CPR and the use of a portable defibrillator, was at her side to deliver the life-saving shock.
4: And those machines,
2: when you're doing them on training and you're doing them on dummies, they don't advise shock. And this time it did. And it is a big realization at that moment that this is very serious and that she is not in a good place.
1: Well, this has just been an amazing story to watch unfold. Kiana Jo says her cheerleading days are over, but doctors are hopeful she will be able to continue running track when she feels up to it. Well, another night of freezing temperatures is threatening farms and their crops in the western part of North Carolina. Cherry and apple trees are already blooming at Bright Branch Farms in Henderson, south of Asheville. The widespread freezes we've experienced this week is putting them in danger. Luckily, temperatures are expected to climb tomorrow, even in that part of the state. Kat, I have been at some of those apple orchards. Boy, they make great apples there. We don't want to see anything hurt by this weather.
2: Absolutely not. And we also don't want to see prices rise for any any of the fruits out there. So I'm hoping, you know, that the farmers have been able to take all the precautions with these freezing temperatures. Some temporary relief is on the way. Tomorrow should be the nicest day of the week. 67 here in the Triangle by the afternoon. So we go from about 30 in the morning all the way up to 67 by the afternoon. 66 in Roxboro, 68 degrees in Fayetteville. It's partly cloudy, not going to be terribly windy. It'll be dry. Try to get outside. Make your outdoor plans tomorrow. If you do want to get outside, let the kids get some energy out at the playground. Noon, 53 degrees by 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock even toward dinner time, Temperatures remain in the 60s and we have a lot going on this week. We also have the Duke game 62 for that tomorrow evening. If you'll be watching some rain possible for NC State's game on Friday, though, at four o'clock, it's about a 30% chance for rain, otherwise warm and windy and look at that temperature 72 degrees. So let's talk about the warm-up. We do have a warming wind out of the southwest expected tomorrow. That southwest wind that you see there, that's what helps temperatures to climb into the 60s. We've had a chilly north West wind for the past several days. Clouds fill in tomorrow evening as well as tomorrow night, and then Friday we see more substantial changes. It is going to be awfully windy on Friday. If you thought it was windy today, yesterday it's going to be even more windy Friday. A Southwest wind 15 to 20 miles per hour, we could see some gusts up to 35 out ahead of this front. Some rain to our West at 10 AM. I think during the day, midday into the early afternoon, we could see some scattered showers, but the bulk of this rain is still to the west and it gets here around dinner time. Friday night continues to move in late Friday evening into Friday night, so bring the umbrella with you. If you do have any plans for Saint Patrick's day, the good news is this should be a pretty healthy dose of rain. Many models showing over half an inch of rain, so it'll help some with the pollen count, which is back in the high category. Pine and Mulberry are the issues out there. We fall into the upper 20s to lower 30s tonight. Rural communities in the mid 20s, but 60s, 70s are on the way temporarily. Still, some showers linger into the first part of the day Saturday, but the afternoon and evening show drier weather. But falling temperatures were in the 60s in the morning, only in the 50s during the afternoon. 51 on Sunday in the start of spring. Monday looks quite chilly. 28 degrees again Sunday night into Monday morning. So we've got a freeze warning tonight. A
1: little bit of a break, but we've got another one farther down the line. At least a little warmth in the meantime. In the meantime, we are seeing an amazing sunset oh, oh, behind us too over that? downtown so cool, Raleigh. Illuminating. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Thanks, Jack.
3: Glowing behind mm-hmm. us. Still ahead, the NHL Stadium Series. That blew a big spotlight on Raleigh. Uh, it also gave our economy a major boost. We're going to have a look at the numbers coming up. Cheaper flights and more jobs coming to the airport this summer.
1: Avello Airlines announced three new nonstop destinations to Memphis. Manchester, which is near Boston, and Rochester, New York. Thirty-five new jobs come with these new stops. With today's announcement, Avello's operation out of RDU represent nearly 25% of its total operations. The airline also announced a new partnership with NC State and East Carolina Universities, offering exclusive perks to their students and alumni. Well. We know that this was a big right. deal, but now we know the numbers because the NHL Stadium Series at Carter-Finley Stadium had a major impact on our area. Now we're getting an idea of just how much.
3: We're seeing the numbers here. They're new. They're from Visit Raleigh. They reveal that the weekend of events generated more than $20 million in total economic impact. $13.5 million alone came from the Canes game. FanFest, another big event, and the game between UNC and NC State generated the rest mm-hmm. of that money. Great job. Mm-hmm. I'd be excited to see that again. It was cool. Mr. Worldwide is making a stop <laughs> in the triangle.
1: Yeah, representing the 305 Pitbull will perform back-to-back nights at Cary's Coca Booth Amphitheater. The two shows are set for May 12th and 13th, starting at 8 p.m. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. They're on pre-sale starting tomorrow. Ticket prices start at $60.
3: Deb, you too represent the 305, don't yes. you? <laughs> I do. You guys are kindred spirits, you uh, and Pitbull. We are.
1: It's been a while now. each other. Yes. Hey, thanks for joining <laughs> joining us
3: tonight. We appreciate it.
1: Don't forget, in just a few minutes, our WREL brand-new documentary, Crisis Next Door, that's coming up after the break. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you at 10 and 11.
4: Keep watching WREL News, Over the Air Channel 34 and Spectrum Channel 1256. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?